Hmm, fat naked people. Yay! I don't know. Hey, he really was a freshman. Shit. He's a freshman. Yeah, he doesn't know yet. <laughs> He'll learn. He'll figure it out. I don't have no. Testing one, two, three on my mic. Testing one, two, three on my mic. Testing one, two, three on my mic. I'm Todd Meisner. I'm Paul Coletti. And I'm Meg McLaughlin. And I, bleh, God, I did it again. <laughs> that transition is always, <laughs> it again. it's my, it's my white whale. I'll get it right sometime. Uh, we're, and we're talking pictures. There you go. Yeah. And we're, this is a two-part episode. Uh, part one, which we've already recorded, uh, and it's not a surprise to us, uh, but it was. It will be a surprise to you. Maybe not so much a surprise to you because we kind of outed the surprise with yeah. the video. But uh, we're going to go with part one, and uh, this is uh, part one. Roll tape. Testing one, two, three on my mic. Testing one, two, three on my mic. Testing one, two, three on my mic. And uh, my name is my name is Todd Meisner. My name is Paul Coletti. And my name is Meg McLaughlin. And we are here to talk about Meg. Would you like a job? Yes. Starting November seventh. No. Yes. You're hired. Wait, You're hired. But I'm already hired. But you no, know, full time. No. Yes. Yeah. Wait, seriously? Yes. Yeah. November seventh. <laughs> You know that's really weird? That's the first day I started working here. It'd be a year anniversary. Really? November 7th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really great. I think it would be really great. I would like a good job, please. Well, it's all yours. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. I don't cry. It turns don't cry. Um, yes, that would be awesome. Thank you. You're very welcome. The catch is he's leaving. Yeah, at the end of the year. What? No, I really am going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to cry. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't know what to say. So wait, what, you're leaving at the end of the year. It is the end of the year. So you're well, leaving like a... Two and a half months. So you're leaving. Where are you going? I'm going to freelance. You're going to freelance? Yeah. You could call it. I don't know that you're going to... Not like... Yeah, I'm going to be... I'm gonna be my own photographer. So you're gonna try to. But then, who are we gonna hate? Like at the office, like it's a consistent thing that Walbert and Gary. Well, we always have because we're like, oh man, Paul got the picture. God, of course Paul did. (laughs) We don't have enough. The the Paul. It's gonna be you. Oh good, great. Well, she's the Meg. I am the Meg. She has the Meg because she she wrote the cut line that was the sticks. So it's the Meg. I had 23 people message me on Facebook the next day that I didn't know to correct me. I don't know what to do with my hands. So like I can't. So you're leaving, and so I have a job. You do. November 7th. Yep. Oh well, I guess I don't have to write a cover letter anymore. I don't have to Google how to write a cover letter because I hadn't figured it out yet. Cool. You're staring at me. Yeah. Well, we just, well, we just I, it's really fun to do this. I don't get to do this very often, but I, the idea of being able to watch your face be happy is fun for me. I'm gonna be so happy all and the that's, time. And that's why we videotaped you with three cameras so that we would have your reaction. Oh no. Yes. I should have put on makeup. Oh no. Oh my god, I have a job. Oh, I got a college degree and a job. I'm, I'm so excited. 
Okay, we've left enough big blank space there to come back for part two because we're not actually listening to the three minutes, folks. Uh, this is just like it's like sort of like right. they, they tape all the Wheel of Fortunes like all in a row. I know, right? Yeah, I was a little, I was really surprised. Like we do five tapings in a day. Like man, Pat Sajak's feet must be tired. <laughs> <laughs> Vanna, Vanna White walks like a mile a day, just back and forth. Right? Yeah, who knew? Flipping numbers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or letters. There are no numbers. There are no numbers right. unless they spell the number. <laughs> Three little pigs. <laughs> Well, congratulations, Meg. Thanks. Congratulations, Meg. I've never watched Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> we, we, we're coming back from part one as we enjoy a celebratory cookie that Meg brought in this afternoon. So good, yes. On her official second day as a full-time staff photographer Ooh, at the Dispatch Yeah. Yes. And so uh, here we're here to... We, we, we actually recorded more of that conversation that you just heard, but the audio was so bad I couldn't torture <laughs> yeah. our audience with any more. Because the, to be honest, I I always tell everybody own your mistakes, and and yep. I went to all the trouble of of recording Meg with three cameras while she got all excited, and uh, I forgot to press the record button <laughs> on the audio recorder. So all that audio you just heard was recorded out of a GoPro. Mm. Well. So, Anyway, safe, yeah. there we go. That's why Paul, because he didn't sound that great, because he was the furthest one right, from the yeah. GoPro. <laughs> You're in the back of that tunnel. That's right. Yeah. I'm back here. Can you talk to me, Paul? So, Meg, how's it feel to be employed and have a college degree? It feels expensive, for one. <laughs> Student loans are starting oh, to yeah, come. Right. No, but it feels really good. It's oh, do like those kick in as soon as you get a job? December. Wow. wow. Six months over when you get it. Yeah, it's just December. Wow. wow. Now I know why we just Thanks. give her all the overtime. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, I appreciate overtime it. to pay student loan dire mm-hmm. human resources. Sweet. <laughs> Thank God. Um, it feels really, really fantastic. It hasn't set in quite yet. I find myself calling myself an intern still. Um, I still feel kind of like the rookie. Like I have tons to learn, so it doesn't feel like I'm actually like a coworker to Paul or Welbert or Gary, but... I am, and that's, you are, yeah. Cause, oh my god, because you, you are the rookie. Yeah, well, you went from but, the Meg to the rookie. <laughs> oh, it's a step up, nevertheless. That's true. You know, yeah. I don't it's know. Good. I like the Meg. It has a better title to it. It's got well, my name in it. That's true. We do need to get her a shirt. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, that'd be I nice. will wear it. The Meg. I'll have to show everyone. God, we, the sticks we, won't die. Like I'll never leave that. <laughs> So, how was your first day? You got you had a you had kind of a weird first day. Your first day was Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you worked Friday. What happened Friday? For what was going on Friday? Friday, you were still technically a part timer, and yeah. then mm-hmm. the the calendar flipped over, and Human Resources went, "Oh my God, she's full time now." Yep. Even though you, I mean, you didn't physically change at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't like Marvel's Agents of Shield, and right. you're like an Inhuman, and you turned into. Yep. Like full timer person. <laughs> I wish that'd be cool. I had have I had all these things like set up that I wanted to do. Like for the last month, I've been thinking, okay, well, what am I gonna wear on my first day of work? <laughs> like I have to be such an adult. I ended up wearing the outfit that I wore when you took my picture when I first stayed when I first became a part timer in by design. You did that November. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had it laid out for almost a month. Oh, wow. I didn't nice. wear it yet. Excellent. No, I was so excited. Good. Friday, I came in. Trying to keep the dog off it. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. that's my first day outfit. <laughs> Trying not to put all of my dirty clothes over it. No, I came in, and it felt just 
just like a normal day. I mean, it came in, <laughs> and if everyone was in their own offices, and we were uh, working on photos or complaining about something. I don't know. It was a normal Friday. <laughs> Photographers complaining? Never. Wow. <laughs> we're very cheery. Um, then we watched The Critic for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really super inside joke, folks, which we can't explain to you, and I nearly spit my Dr. Pepper across the studio. It stinks. <laughs> it stinks. It was fun. Um, so that was fun. It felt like a little bit of a, a lighthearted day. Um, yeah. I took pictures of some unattractive events on Friday night. and now, then I want to read you the text. Yeah. Let me find the text message that Meg sent me on Saturday oh, night. Oh, on Saturday. Yeah, no, that was it made me fun oops, night. That's not the right program. What did you cover on Saturday? You're about know. to find out. Oh, am I? Okay, yeah. The suspense uh, is killing Meg, me. Meg, 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 Meg. Well, the uniform for this event happens to be dot, 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 pasties and fur, period. Oh. Happy first day. <laughs> pasties and fur? Do you get the PETA protest? No, I got a lip sync battle at the District of Rock Island, the Speakeasy. Was a burlesque lip sync battle? There? It was the Bottoms Up Burlesque team. Oh, it really was. Versus the Haunted House, uh, the Skellington Manor, the employees of the Haunted House. So it was Beauty versus the Beast. But nobody was wearing clothes. So I sent that to Mize when it first started. And then it progressively less clothes were being worn wow. throughout the event to the point where someone was completely nude except for a sock. Holy shit. I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave in 10 minutes wow. and hope that okay. the uh, the host will make a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Who knew? I tried to take video of it. Thought it'd be cute. Like lip sync battle. How can I portray lip syncing? So I'll take a video. No, no. That's got to be deleted. Yikes. Uh, okay. Hey, man, you make some assignments and <laughs> the weekend meetings on Tuesday. Right, we don't yeah. know that, you know, yeah. fur and pasties will be involved. Right. We didn't research it that 18 much. 18 plus. 18. Wow, well, no kidding. That, they were sized 18 plus. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Ages yeah, right, and up. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. Fat naked people. Yay. Uh, For those of you who don't know what Meg looks like, she's a size of like half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's like Pretty a half. Yeah, yeah, she's a half. <laughs> I think Welbert's dog weighs more than me. I think was the joke. I, I, you know, that's a huge dog. That dog weighs more yeah, than I do. It was yeah, like 106 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Buddy's, Buddy's a big dude. Yeah. Oh, really. Todd's a big dude. Can you imagine Todd with a small dog? That'd no. be ridiculous. I want to. Yeah. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> like Todd, like carrying, like he'd look like <laughs> yeah. a Bond villain. Hello. <laughs> Let me stroke. Let me stroke my small dog. It's gotta be a cat. It's gotta have a small cat. Uh, you know, he's not far off from a Bond villain already. Well, with you know, that beard, that, like, I know he yeah. didn't come today. He's not working today. He's off, and so you know, I guess <laughs> that when you control the podcast, you yeah. control who gets mocked. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, he does I, have. A, he does kind of have a Bond villainy kind yeah. of uh, mustachey beard thing going. Yeah. Well, if if you. If you since you control the podcast, you get you can control who gets mocked. I shudder to think what's going to happen come December when I'm no longer a part of the podcast. Well, c- well, we could you. C- I mean, it's you know you could bring in Eve and have her sleeping in the corner if you want to come in and do oh, one or be, two. We'd have some good audio of crying babies. If oh you ever need yeah, that. I think I've said that before. Yeah, yeah. we could. You, I mean, yeah. it's not like you're dying. It's not like <laughs> well, true. you know, in December when I'm dead, I won't right. be able to do the podcast anymore. I mean, right. you know, you're you're a major part of this. I mean, Meg will yeah. be added more often. We'll have to bring up G Cram. I've only how many episodes yeah, right. are we into this? And I keep. Prim- I'm missing yeah, Cram right. to be on an episode. <laughs> yeah. 
And G. Cram, um, for some reason, I, I think I send him out on a side. He's not even work. He's not working today. Oh man, it's just the three of us. It's you just the three week, of us. Gary, next week. Yeah, next week. Next week. I'm next a, week. I'm a bad boss. <laughs> no. I'm still stuck on Eve coming. Uh, I, I really can, want you to happen. come. I'll make it happen. Yeah, yeah. there's just the, the, then there's just the maternal. The only person with maternal instinct in the photo department is in the <laughs> corner right. with the baby. We'll have yeah. to put a, like a wireless on her. <laughs> True. Put her in a backpack. Yeah, that'd be cute. She can hold her head up. So whatever. All right. Fair game. Um, So, so you uh, first day weird, uh, naked people. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you? What advice would you give the unemployed intern or the intern who is employed but looking for gainful employment? Now you Mm -hmm. kind of, you kind of got born on third base here because you Mm -hmm. kind of like you fell. Uh, you might have had the most perfect arrival mm-hmm. to th- to three events that we would have never. Well, John's retirement was kind of we kind of knew that was eventually going to come, but mm-hmm. the 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 dominoes that fell upon yeah. your arrival almost a year to your hiring. Right. I mean, do you feel some kind of? I, I don't even know if advice is the right word. Do you feel some kind of weird kismet or some kind of? Uh, Excuse me, will I burp after drinking Dr. Pepper? Um, I don't know. Talk, comment on what I just said because there is no question in there. It feels like it sounds when you say it like that. It sounds like there's so much luck that was involved in just kind of being in the right place at the right time, which was convenient. But I don't think anything would have happened if I had to give advice to the intern that's unemployed. It's to not take rejection and then have it show in your pictures because it kind of sucks when you feel like you can't get the job so then it it kind of portrays in your work that it's kind of like okay well i'm gonna shoot for average today because i didn't get the job anyway Mm -hmm. but you just can't let it get to you personally and i mean i don't know where i would be if i hadn't spent the nights working and googling and calling and i mean making connections continually being in a good mood and saying hi to people and meeting people at the John Deere Classic and becoming friends with people and always emailing back. Um, I think if I had to give advice to the one, to the unemployed interns, it would be that just to not give up and to continually try and meet people and to continually keep, like, just Googling all night, <laughs> just continually working. When you say Googling, Googling, just like, anything. What do you mean? Like, I, I mean, I watched videos. I think I spent hours and hours and hours on Getty images, just looking at pictures from high school sports to, just different things to get inspired, um, just to get a better idea to make a better picture tomorrow. Um, I spent, I mean, there's still thousands of buttons on my camera that I don't even really know how to use or what they're technically called, but um, I mean. It, there, we did, I was going to make a joke, never mind. Uh-oh, <laughs> great. No, I think it's just I was. It was at my own expense yeah. that I decided I wasn't going to make fun of myself. Because he's in charge of the podcast. That's right. You don't have to roast that person. I don't know, yeah, you can make fun of me if you want. No, work, working hard you absolutely can be replaced. pays off. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. Not so fast. I'm just kidding. Not so fast. I'm not ready for that. No, I just think working hard and making connections and staying positive is the only way. Um, and I think everything pans out the way it's supposed to be if you continue with all those three. Wouldn't Thanks. you say that she was that one of her strengths is that she's not obsequious? Yes. Oh, yes. I don't Very know what much that word so. Means. Uh, it, um, well, you you know, did, a it's to, in a, to put it in a TV. Uh, you know, it, you weren't Eddie Haskell. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. There's, there's, there's being um, attentive and and asking questions and being interested and making friends and 
um, uh, approaching people. And then there's there's a there's a fine line where um, the the person who is approaching you becomes it's like okay, uh, mm-hmm. okay, 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 stop, stop. Now you're now you've crossed over between being interesting and now you've crossed over into annoying. We all know someone who's obsequious. Yes, I we think all. I can be that way occasionally. No, no, not really. no, 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 no. Um, uh, enthusiastic, over maybe sometimes overly enthusiastic. Um, yeah, to the point of uh, 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 the tsunami of enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, <laughs> but I can deal with that. Yeah. Uh, that I like. Um, I'll I'll say this: something that we noticed that speaks to. Meg getting hired, you know, like the dominoes kind of felt perfectly for her to be hired mm. on full time. And you busted your butt and worked really hard, you know, online looking for inspiration and mm-hmm. tutorials and learning how to do stuff with photography and lighting, as well as just getting out there and shooting and from becoming a better photographer to a better networker to a better student of photography and journalism. That all said, you are a summer intern. We also had some other summer interns working in the newspaper that did not get the, um, that no consideration was given to hiring them on full-time. And we've hired other reporter interns on full-time positions in the past because they've demonstrated themselves to be the kind of employee. Well, Rachel kind of, Warmke. Rachel Warmke, perfect example. Yeah. Yep, and, uh, and we've had photo interns who have come to the job with more experience than Meg did, who we never would have dreamt of keeping on. But, you know, Meg... Who are probably of, listening to the podcast yeah, and going, well, I wonder if that was me. <laughs> if you're wondering, it's not you. It's right. not you. Yeah. Um, so Meg made her own way in as much as the the road was paved, but I don't know, the road wasn't necessarily paved, but for as straight a path as it ended up being, you could have easily veered off the way oh, so many other oh, people have. Yeah. Um, you know, and you, know, you demonstrate like incredible discipline and just perseverance and drive and, you know, creativity and passion that, that so many other people, um, you know, don't or get lazy about or, you know, one roadblock or speed bump gets thrown up in their way and, you know, it's the end of the road for them. So, well, the thing that, uh, the thing that impressed me from day one was she's not afraid of anything. No. Yeah. And true. what, and I think that comes from her theater training mm-hmm. and just basic personality. But I think that there are times that there are enough roadblocks in this business to getting a good picture yeah. to, to bring your own roadblocks with you yeah. is too cumbersome. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to get over mm-hmm. um, your fear of people. Mm-hmm. It's a very unnatural act to take someone's photograph, especially uh, when we we look for grab art and anybody who's a photographer who's yeah. listening to this and and has to work for, that works for a newspaper has had to shoot grab art. It it's a total pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay. You've got two hours. Yeah. Go make a front page picture. Now, yeah. in some towns, it's easier. Yeah. If you're in a big city. Grab art's a lot simpler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in grab art in the Quad Cities is difficult because yeah. the Quad Cities is, you know, a bunch of towns that are strung together by geography, but there's mm-hmm. no central location. Right. Um, there is no, you know, I mean, Davenport's the biggest of the downtowns. They're not classic downtown no. cities. Yeah. Um, 
And even though there's a lot more activity in downtown Moline, there people don't just stand around. People aren't yeah. doing things. Right. So you have to drive through the little neighborhoods and try mm-hmm. to find someone doing something, yeah. be it something as benign as raking their leaves and have yeah. to kind of or playing basketball or doing whatever. And then mm-hmm. the hump at my level to get over, and my wife and I were talking about this the other day, is that for 26 years, and then you add what I did at the Daily Iowan, which was a lot of hoofing and puffing on yeah. on my on foot, mm-hmm. um, looking around a college campus. And a college campus is it's almost like shooting in a barrel, shooting fish in a barrel yeah. compared to this. But um, you have made, you have probably made almost every obvious picture you're ever going to make yeah, in 26 time. years of driving around. Yeah. And even though mm-hmm. the landscape has changed in the sense that people aren't outside as much as they used to be, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're just not video games and, yeah. and people are scared of stranger iPhones, danger and yeah. iPhones and whatnot. Yeah. Kids Everybody, have video games. Adults have iPhones. You know? Right. Yeah. And so people are inside and mm-hmm. whatnot. And so, I mean, people don't even, we don't even run into that many people walking their dogs in my suburban right. neighborhood as much yeah. as we used to. And when it gets cold, all the people that used to, like we see when mm-hmm. we walk, mm-hmm. none of those people are out there. It's just me and my wife walking these two dogs mm-hmm. in our winter coats and our boots and everybody else just disappears. And then we're pissed off come spring because all these people come out of the woodwork. <laughs> get off our streets. They'd be like, get off our streets. We don't, you know, stop distracting my dog. Oh, I just realized there's going to be snow weather features coming up. Yeah. Oh, you know, I love snow. Snow weather <laughs> features true. are great because people, snow is something they have to deal with. So I've always said that That's extreme true. weather and bad weather yeah. makes for better pictures because okay. it's it, yep. people are having to deal with it. But um, so you have to, you're straining to get over the idea that oh I've shot that before I'm not I'm not stopping mm-hmm, I'm not right. stopping at this guy I'm not gonna you know he's putting up Christmas lights uh, I can find something better right well you kind of got to force yourself to get mm-hmm. out of the car and go okay. I'm gonna make a good picture out of this guy making Christmas picture or Chris right. putting up his Christmas lights somehow some way yep. Yep. you know um, and then you know, then move on and maybe you find, you know, your yeah. Pulitzer Prize winning picture. But I, it, it's, it's, it's difficult and it's, it can be mind numbing. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, reporters that come up with, you know, for us that to be able to work with a reporter that gets, uh, that gets it visually and has an idea for right. a story that then we can help them illustrate yeah. um, is great for us. And I'm breaking my rule of talking into the microphone. I was starting to talk past the microphone um, that, uh, it's easier. I'd rather have five assignments where I knew I was going to make a picture mm-hmm. than to have to spend five hours looking for a picture. Because mm-hmm. it's it just, at, at this point in my life, it's just, you know, I'm 50 years Jeez, old. I've been yeah. doing this for a long time. Yeah. I'm just, it just mind numbing. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, you're probably now transitioning from Meg um, first day and, and, and joining the crew. The obvious question is that you're leaving mm-hmm. in December and, um, is there we, we can do a whole Paul, Paul's leaving show later, but the um, uh, and it's like this is your life. <laughs> Remember this guy you photographed and he was really pissed at you. We've brought him back, <laughs> and he's still throwing his shoe at me. That's right. <laughs> the golfer from the John Deere Classic. Which one was that that didn't like oh, you? Oh, to, uh, Todd Heron, I think. Mike Todd Heron, I think it was Todd Heron. Yeah. If Todd Heron saw my face, he'd get pissed again. He got the backswing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Jeez. It's on record. Sorry, Todd. We're bringing him back <laughs> from Florida. Todd Heron. Sound effects. Anyway, so is there something that you're going to miss? Just kind of like. You know, it sounds okay. It sounds so cliched to say I'm going to miss the people, mm. but uh, when I when I say that, I mean, of course, I'm going to miss the people I work with because I love the people I work with. But I'm gonna what I'm gonna miss so much is maybe not like the three hours of driving around the Quad Cities looking for grab art, but when you find someone to take a photo of and you're getting their photo, and then you have to approach them and get their name and talk to them and get their backstory. You know, why are you cleaning up this gravesite? Or uh, where are you looking for features? I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Occasionally, I'll drive to Chippeonic Cemetery. Oh, that's true. Just because you, you never know like what crazy thing's going to be happening. Sure. I, I made zombies a are real <laughs> coming up through the ground. Um, but you have to go up and you talk to people. I'm going to miss the interactions with subjects. I mean, even if even if it's not a grab art subject, somebody that you know, oh, I'm sent out to take a photo of. I don't know. You name it. Just anything. Do a baseball think- game or a portrait or or breaking news. Are you going to miss the people here or are you going to just miss that in general? Is this area, the Quad Cities, the people that live here? I'm going to miss it in general. I'm going to miss it in general because I worked at a newspaper an right. hour east of here That's for three asking. years. Um, and, you know, we did a lot of feature hunting there too. You know, weather features and grab art photos. Um, but, of course, you know, when I moved to the Quad Cities, I've been working here for almost nine years, you know, and we do our fair share of that too. It's not as though I was walking away from that aspect of community journalism. So now that now that that's not going to be a part of my regular like work week, it, it's going to be something I'm going to miss incredibly. And it's it, it's not just like I said, it's not just weather features. It's interacting with subjects. I took a portrait of a guy this afternoon up in Davenport, um, you know, and just. He's a really nice guy. We had a brief interaction. You know, you know, I just need, oh, thanks, Scott. I just need the correct spelling of your name, please. And, you know, tell me a little bit about the event you have coming up. And, you know, just really nice guy. And just nice, a nice, casual, you know, engaging conversation. Because your, yeah, interactions, your interactions uh, as a freelancer are people who most of the time are paying you. Yeah. So you're gonna, it's going to be a different kind of dynamic because it's going right. to be, be a, a client going to be a business relationship business relationship so it's yeah it's almost like the script isn't written but you know what the script is you both mm-hmm. have to be nice to each other you're the client i'm the photographer you we want a good smooth working relationship um or or we hate each other and we don't and we'll burn that bridge um but basically it's it's not like you have to be on your best behavior but you i mean you want to put your best foot forward and you know establish a good rapport with people of course you want to do that in journalism but when you're doing it at the newspaper on a daily basis, walking up to strangers, it's different than entering a situation where everybody's agreed to be there and knows that, you know, you're going to be taking photos and I'm the subject and you're the photographer. So. And their expectations of you are going to be different. I mean, the average, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the average person. Totally. Yeah. Because, I mean, when we photograph people on a on a uh, on a basis of event photography or something mm-hmm. where we show up and we shoot somebody um the word is escaping me. The um, uh, you mean like in a candid way? Or? Yeah, candid is the word I'm looking yeah, for. In okay. a candid way, um, that you know, the expectations are, oh wow, I'm going to be in the newspaper, right, yeah. or f you, I don't want to take my have my picture taken, right. and mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, move on from that guy. Yep. 
um, and then you go on to the next the, the next person, and mm-hmm. sometimes I, I'm still amazed. It, it really I don't understand what newspapers and journalism have done to themselves. And I the the fact that people that subscriptions have gone down, and I understand that the internet has a lot to do with that. But the idea I I've yet to find somebody whose picture we take that isn't excited about seeing it in the newspaper, that there's this level yeah. of, of electricity that right. they yeah. see it, it land on their front door every day. And yeah. I, I don't know what it is we're doing as an industry mm-hmm. where we failed to to um, remind people that of the electricity of, yeah. of, of having their name or whatever right. in the yeah. newspaper. Totally. I mean, the internet, you know, you can type your name a million times on the internet, mm-hmm. but having someone else doing something right. that yeah. is positive about you, right. um, you know, we're not running a picture of you picking your nose. Right. Uh, speaking of that, I took a very nice photograph today, and the four after it, I can't run, or I'm not going <laughs> to run, because, and they would have been okay, probably not as good as the one I picked, mm-hmm. but the girl in the background is picking her nose. I remember uh, one of the like, photos. Oh my God, you know, yeah. Jesus, there's a camera pointed at you. Stop picking <laughs> your nose. One of the photos in my portfolio portfolio that I submitted when I was hired here when you hired me mm-hmm. was of a little girl picking her nose she was mm-hmm. in a um she was in like a county fair beauty pageant I think she was five or six yeah and she's got her finger two knuckles deep yeah and her, and her big sister who's maybe 10 or 11 you know looks over and sees her yeah and it's a, it's a great of this moment little girl in a in like a party dress with her finger up her nose and her sister her big sister's reaching over like pulling her arm out of her out of her nose I don't know. That was great. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a that in that case, great moment. <laughs> right, nose picking, perfect. Yeah, yeah. well, there yeah. was a I had a I had a um, photo. What was it? It was um, Greenwood and Herbig. Now, mm-hmm. John, who people know as a, as a staffer here, who's retired, and then Herbig used to be my boss. Um, I'm not a parent, and I had taken some picture of some kid falling in the rain, like mm. he. I don't know, he'd tripped and fallen. He, he was near my house or something, and I was walking in my car and saw the kid with the umbrella, so I started shooting him, and I think he fell in the puddle or whatever. And the parent ended up loving the photo. Nice. But they, for some reason, took issue with it because they're like, well, you're not a parent. You don't understand how embarrassing that is. And I went, well, you're not this kid's parent, so I'm not necessarily sure you can mm-hmm. make that right. judgment call. <laughs> but they, they kind of got, I mean, they didn't, I didn't. They didn't yell at me, but they made a point. Like you know, that's you know that that that's going to embarrass the kid. And you know, when I double checked with the parent to make sure yeah. the spelling, she thought the she thought the picture was was great yeah. and loved it and cut it out and put it in a scrapbook forever. Yeah. So yeah. that kind of thing, it, yeah. that that kind of electricity that people get, mm-hmm. you know, I. Yeah. I don't. I don't know the don't, the, the newspaper industry in general. And boy, we've taken a sidetrack here. That 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 the idea that they can't we've we've lost our mojo in some in some shape or form that we are we are yeah. not as important to people as i think we need to be mm-hmm. and, and as a yeah. result they've forgotten and the the thing that gets me and makes my wife crazy mm-hmm. um is when people say to me or her oh i don't get to take the newspaper because I get all my news online, yeah. and it's like, okay, okay, yeah. you you do realize that that stuff isn't like yeah. f- come out of nowhere, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's this idea that that news that mm-hmm. news is gathered in a vacuum, yeah. and it's not. It's mm-hmm. 
paid professionals that go out and do this stuff. Right. And then it's like, well, why didn't you cover my event? Yeah. Well, we didn't cover your event because we have two less reporters than we had five years ago because you and your friends stopped taking the newspaper. Yeah. And that, and that's the cold, hard truth of it is the it's fact true. that people bitch and moan about wanting more coverage of stuff, yeah. but they're not willing to put the dime down mm -hmm. to, to pay for the to coverage. The coverage right. And that, yeah. that just drives me crazy. I mm -hmm. covered a car show, I think in June or May. Yeah. Um, and there was a woman, I, I was taking pictures, they were playing horseshoes, and there was a woman that came up to me and she goes, hey, did you get a picture of so-and-so pointing over there? And I was like, oh, I probably did, I don't know, he's in the general vicinity of where I was taking pictures, so probably. And she was like, okay, good, because I want to steal it once you put it online. Because their picture is oh. going to be online, right? I'll just steal it later. Immediately, I go and delete the picture because that's just because <laughs> I'm spiteful. But And then she walks away because she's like, I don't need to buy a newspaper when I can just steal it online and walked away. And I thought that yeah. that was horrible. Yeah, there you go. No kidding. There you it's go. not our right to have news. I think it, you should be paying for it. Yeah, that's... and You and, know, if she values the photo enough to want it that badly, she should she should value it to to value it enough to have it to buy it we could you know, we could do two podcasts worth of time on on yeah, the yeah. on the the difference well, we used to put we used to put the photographs when we printed when, back in the days before digital and we printed negatives we would take the our part-timer jan hafley would take the throwaway prints and fix them so that they were permanent and then they would be tossed in a box down by the front door and someone you could go rifle through them i mean these mm. a lot of them sometimes had composing marks on them and stuff yeah. which is like red lines where it was yep. the copy desk was going to crop it whatnot and people would come down and grab these and it was free mm -hmm. and yeah. you know it was something we were throwing them away there was no there's no intrinsic value to to us or or any yep. kind of monetary value yep we just excuse me the public would, would wanted them and that kind of mindset kind of translated over into you know when we went digital it's like well where are where is our free stuff uh, uh -huh. mm. what can i come down and get this and i'm mm -hmm. like get what and, and I, I kind of forgot that we used to do right, that and yeah. you go four years into digital five years into digital and then you get some guy who goes so am i going to be able to come down and get this I'm like get mm. what well this photo i'm like well, you can order it online. Well, no, no, I don't want to. I don't want to pay for it. I want to. I want to get the one you leave at the front desk. I'm like, there are no prints at the front desk. Well, what do you mean there are no prints at the front desk? Right. It's like, well, you know, yeah. this is, yeah. you know, it's very frustrating. You know, he his technology lapses. Right. You know, <laughs> uh, can I see the picture? He, you know, they understand yeah. the digital of looking at it, but right. the idea that now we've the, the the negative has been eliminated and this yep. this fixed print is gone mm -hmm. yep. was lost on him. But the, I did the thing the other day where we, and I'm going to, one of the podcasts coming up is the last person who yelled at you. Um, <laughs> Good. So we won't go nice. into the story, that, the, 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 but the, 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 this group, I, I, I very, they were all very nice to me except for this one guy, but we'll tell that story later. And um, so I, I was very appreciative of how helpful they were. Mm -hmm. So I sent them a note and we did, uh, Tony did a story. It was a really good story. Yeah. And I took a photograph, uh, which was part of the problem. <laughs> and then, um, and then uh, we did, I did a video. Mm -hmm. And I sent her a link to all of this. So that one, right. it increases our hits. And she forwarded mm -hmm. it to her friends and the more hits yeah. online, 
better for us and our advertisers. So it's, you know, I mean, I'm, it's not out of the, I mean, it's out of the goodness of my heart, but I'm I'm like, I'm trolling for hits here. Before we know it, it's viral. Right, right, right. Um, And she's like, oh, thank you so much. Um, I tried to download the photos out of the story, but it wouldn't let me. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there something the matter? It's like, (laughs) no, no, there's not something the matter. We've protected them so you, you so you can't just steal them for your newsletter. <laughs> you know, it's like, and, and it did, uh, anyway, everything, you know, it's digital. It's free, Paul. Right, of course. You know, because it doesn't cost us any money oh, because no. it's just free. Yeah. Right? Because it's those digital, digital. Those digital cameras don't They're, cost a thing no, to maintain no, and buy. Right. Yeah, of course. No, yeah, no, and those computers and the software, it's all free. That's exactly yeah. right. Can uh-huh. you send me, you know, can you send me two or three? Well, well, you right. had the pace setter. No, it was Todd that had the pace setter, um, yeah. not the pace setter, player of the year, uh, who um, after, no, I guess she was pace setter, then she was player of the year. Okay. And she, she first Fantastic. of all, she wanted to edit in camera. Uh, so, no, sweetie, that's not I'm happening. Sorry. Sorry. And then second, she wanted to, um, she wanted Paul or uh, Todd to send her a collection of, of images Oh. So that she could choose some for her Facebook page. No. Oh yeah, wow. that's my favorite. <laughs> I work for Twitter. Yay. I've always wanted to be your personal social media photographer. Let me take all your pictures for your profile yeah. picture. How many mm-hmm. likes do you get? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, sweetie. Yikes. I mean, and we want yeah. the people, I mean, retweet us all you want. And, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. we tweet out these little, we smell out, tweet out thumbnails and, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to get a print off a Twitter picture, but, right. um, and, you know, I mean, like some newspapers put watermarks in them. I mean, I guess yeah. if we were really, if, actually Twitter yeah. for me for a while, we could do a whole podcast about my, my coming to Twitter, yeah. um, um, because of the idea of, I kept thinking, well, why are we giving this away? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why are we get? Why are we sending this picture out into the ether? And mm-hmm. then, what? What are we? You know, what are we getting from this mm-hmm. other than the publicity? And I guess maybe the publicity is worth it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, everybody, all the kids are doing it. So, <laughs> whatever. I mean, I sound like an old curmudgeon, yeah. but it took me a little while to kind of get on the Twitter photo bandwagon. Yeah, sure. Uh, outside of like iPhone mm-hmm. photos and and whatnot, right. but mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. I had a tangent. Where did I go? Where was I, I going? Remember. I remember. We were talking know. about Paul leaving. Um, right, that was, that was a long. Time. That was a miss. long time ago. Well, that was the last time we were on topic. <laughs> See, we need a whole three minutes into this podcast. Yeah. We knew we still knew what we were going to talk about. That's right. Yeah. Well, we've talked about the fact that part two. This is part two. Yeah, a long uh, part, part one was much more focused. Yeah. <laughs> It really was, yeah. And but. then part two has been kind of a mishmash. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Behave. Thanks for listening, folks. Um, so anyway, welcome, Meg. Thank you. She's sitting over here in her her uh, seafaring shirt, nautically yeah. themed shirt. Yep. I am with her mm-hmm. captain's hat on. No, I'm just. No, kidding. I'm not. But I would if I had one. We have to get her like a like <laughs> a what's the what's the, it was the captain that what was the Gilligan the Gill what was Gilligan. Gilligan was the first mate. First mate. We have to get her a first mate hat. Yeah. That's business casual. Hat. Business casual. <laughs> totally. Very Actually, casual. Isn't it more like a bucket hat? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm still trying to get married, guys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> From the Merrills. <laughs> That's still, hey, what kind of shoes is she wearing? 
Oh, she's fashionable wearing ones. fashionable Very booty fashionable. things. Yes. Paul, what, do you, what do you what are you wearing? I'm wearing I'm wearing boots as well. We kind of match. Okay. Cool enough today that I thought it warranted fall type boots. Hold on, who makes your boots? Yeah, Chaco. Chaco. Chaco and boots. I'm, and I'm wearing Merrells. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. now that we've discussed uh, people who annoy us, people <laughs> who want things for free, yeah. Meg's first day, Paul's last day, yeah. and our footwear. <laughs> I think it's time to go. I'm Todd. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. This is why people listen because it's like a real conversation. Yeah, it's us. Because it is. And actually, shout out to to former intern Leah who texted me, and I hope she was texting me while she was parked in a parking lot and not actually driving because Mm -hmm. she said, "I'm listening to the podcast as I'm driving to my Friday night football game." And nothing could be making me happier than to hear that people are listening to us on their way across Ohio, <laughs> listening to us as she crisscrosses across Buckeye country. Thank you, Buckeyes. Yes, That's indeed. right. Yep. That's the only time you're ever going to hear this Hawkeye thank a Buckeye. <laughs> Thanks, folks. We'll see you later. The Talking Pictures Podcast is a production of The Dispatch, The Rock Island Argus, and QCOnline.com. To see some of the photos and videos discussed in our podcast, be sure to go to talkingpicturespodcast.blogspot.com. Talking Pictures is produced by Todd Meisner, Paul Coletti, and Todd Walvert. Thanks to Laura Anderson Shaw, Meg McLaughlin, Laura Frames, and Randy Fisk. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod at www.incomputech.com. Make sure you subscribe to Talking Pictures on iTunes or SoundCloud.